Welcome to Wednesday's Q&A. Uh, as you can see, I'm in my home studio, and so we're just going to jump right into the questions. I'm Lynette Zhang, Chief Market Analyst here at ITM Trading, a full-service physical gold and silver dealer. Okie doke. So, the questions. We're going to start with Jared K. It is a is it a good idea to buy land at this point? Um, I, I suppose it depends on why you're buying the land. If you're buying it to make your last stand, because you have to have a place to make your last stand where you can put in the food, water, energy, security, barterability, wealth preservation, community, and shelter, then it doesn't really matter what's happening out there because maybe you need to create that for yourself. But as speculation or just to buy land, no, it is going to get a whole lot cheaper. And in fact, I'm going to do a video on that for next week. So next Tuesday. So stay tuned. We'll be talking more about real estate then. And at X asks, do you think that any reasonable investing in stocks is just risky? Well, I don't think that it's reasonable to invest in an overvalued instrument that is in a long-term negative trend and you can only convert it back into fiat money. Now, I know this looks like monopoly money, but quite honestly, it's the same thing as a dollar bill or anything. It's just that we give it a different status. But so uh, I personally, at this moment, do not own even one stock or bond or annuity or ETF or any of those fiat money products. So I am all in, and you guys know this anyway, this is a currency life cycle issue. And the intrinsic value of any government-based fiat money is zero. And we are basically very close to that right now. We're probably there, to be honest with you. The only reason why, why any of this is still viable is because the public still agrees to work for it and use it as our tool of barter. But the problem is it's based on confidence. Confidence in the government, confidence in the central banks, confidence in the dollar. That is eroding. So you don't well, you do whatever you want, but I personally do not want any kind of investment that the only thing that I can do is convert it back into this. That's the real trend, that loss of purchasing power and the way that you and I know it and, and the normal person knows it is inflation. You see it eroding. If they can keep it low and you don't notice, they still get it and you're volunteering it. But now the good thing about this rapid inflation that we're all experiencing is that it's waking the public up to the truth. And that's the loss of any value to this. It's intrinsic value is zero. And CL asks, what does it mean that in a crash, spot gold will sell off? Oh, good question. Okay, so spot gold is a contract. It's not... It's not real physical gold. And they can create as many of those contracts as they want. They are cheap. They are, you know, easy to buy and sell. 
And so what I mean by that is when the stock market or the bond markets implodes, so many people, so many entities, hedge funds, et cetera, have bought these assets, these financial assets using leverage, using margin. So in other words, they borrowed to buy them. When the market starts to come down, well, now they get what are called margin calls. And actually I'll do a thing on this too, if you can kind of jot that down and, and remind me. Then you get margin calls. And so whoever borrowed the money to buy the stocks or the bonds or the mutual funds or whatever, they have to come up with more cash. If they don't have the cash, that means that they have to sell whatever the market will buy. And so when I say that spot gold will sell off, we definitely saw that in 2008. In fact, if you remind me, we'll pull that graph where you can see spot gold was going down in 2009, 2008-9, when the collectible coins actually made a this trend high, which we've now broken out of. But that's what I mean by that. So they will push, they'll have to sell the spot gold contracts. That's one reason. The other reason is that a rising gold price is an indication of a failing currency. And once you fully integrate that the currency is failing, then you make different choices like I have, you know, and that's what you want is you want to hold real money, gold, silver, right? You want to hold real money. So at the same time that they're intentionally pushing the spot market down so that you don't want to fly to the safety of gold, you'll see premiums expand in the physical gold and silver market. We're already having that. So those are essentially two reasons why you will see spot gold sell off. One is because of margin calls and they have to sell whatever the market is willing to buy. And the other is to hide um, what's really happening in the gold market so that you don't fly to the safety of the gold, rather you keep your wealth in the system that makes it easy for them to steal it. And, and you don't even realize that's what's happening. And R Black asks, if the stock market crashes, will gold prices drop? Well, that's kind of the same thing. So the paper gold price, the spot gold market, and that's one of my personal pet peeves. People will look, and even on Bloomberg, CNBC, all those talking heads, they're talking about a spot gold contract that's paper gold that does not nor ever will exist, right? And so, but they just refer to it as gold and that's to make you think that that's the real value of gold. It is not. That is the traders valuing a contract. So just be clear on that. So if the stock market crashes, uh, no gold prices, physical gold prices are more likely to go up because we've already seen that expansion in premiums, regardless of what's happening with the spot market. But yes, the spot gold contract will likely go down. And Drifter asks, how do we use our silver and gold after they roll out the CBDC? Won't they question us on how we got the metals? Well, when they roll out the CBDCs, that really is to control everything. So they may question you. I mean, it's legitimate. You didn't go rob or steal it. 
But the way that you're going to use the silver and gold more, I'm going to talk more about gold like this because silver for me is like day-to-day barterability. So it'll depend, okay? And what I mean by it will depend is there will be some entities that will only want the physical gold and silver. So you would actually barter with that directly. This for, you know, strawberries, gasoline, day-to-day stuff, and this for bigger items, maybe real estate, maybe some other, other large ticket items. If, however, they don't, it maybe they're attached to the government in some way. And if they are, then they're not going to be able to do this transaction directly with gold and silver. In that case, what you will do is you will liquidate this, put it into the CBDC for a heartbeat until you buy whatever it is that you're going to buy. But personally, I will not sell more of this than I need to for any given, depends on, on, you know, what I'm executing. And if you keep watching this channel, it's a great reason to subscribe. If you keep watching this channel, I'll let you know when I'm making my shifts. Okay. So the silver and the gold, number one, they are overall used to maintain your value, your purchasing power value so that you have something to take advantage of those opportunities. Perhaps you will be able to use them directly. Perhaps you will have to convert them into a CBDC in order to then conclude that. You will not, by that point, I'm, I'm pretty sure you will not have the level of trust in the central banks or the governments just to liquidate all of this and all of this and put it into CBDCs. No, but that's how you would use that. And if they question you, you know, you go to a legitimate source to buy them. So it's easy enough to prove, but I mean, there are so few people that have really adopted physical gold and silver. I don't think you're really going to have to worry about that too much, especially if you're doing the collectible route. Uh, and Drifter asks, how do we use our silver and gold? Oh, I already did that one. Sorry. Maybe with quest, two question marks asked, stacking S. Did I miss something? <laughs> read it first before you answer. Okay. I'll read it out loud. <laughs> no, silently. Okay. Oh, okay. You just asked the same question twice. Stacking S asks, oh, that was a maybe for maybe I want to read it or I ask all of them. I don't really care. (laughs) Eric is pickier than I am about that. Uh, But Stacking S asks, how do we get short-term funds like annual property taxes out of the system without losing money over premiums with gold? Well, first of all, how do we get short-term funds? So I'm thinking, all right, I use fractional gold for my um, property taxes, okay? Like this this happens to be a gold Swiss franc. And I keep in mind that I don't really work in this particular arena anymore. So I don't know what availability is. And you'd have to check with one of our consultants but I like fractional gold coins 
for property taxes. And you can calculate out how much you are likely to need based upon your current property taxes and the amount of gold. So the question is, how do you get the funds out of this to pay your property taxes? And that's very simple. You simply liquidate it, right? Remember, you have the broadest base of buyer. So like if you bought it from ITM, we will happily and gladly buy it back from you. And if the currency at that point are CBDCs and we can only deposit them into your account, that's what we're going to do. And then as soon as you get them, you pay your property taxes with the CBDCs. You're not going to be able to, to do a direct payment of property taxes with this. You would do, you would convert it into CBDCs and then pay your property taxes. Now keep in mind, because then the second part of the question, losing money over premiums. Okay. The premiums aren't just about, uh, the wholesalers making more money. They are paying more for this because it's getting harder and harder and harder to get. So you would get the premiums when you liquidate it back if that's what was happening in the markets. So you pay the premiums on the way in, but you also get them on the way out. Of course, it depends on where the market is at that point. However, if we are inside of a hyperinflationary depression, the premiums, regardless, I mean, we've seen this in so many countries that have artificially held down the price of spot. When you're going to know when gold and silver actually uh, go to the, or somewhere at least near their fundamental value, and they'll probably surpass it. Because keep in mind, this is how it always works. Undervaluation to fair valuation to overvaluation to fair valuation to undervaluation. Okay. This never goes away because it's used in every single sector of the market. So don't worry about the premiums because the premiums are there because there is scarcity and there is a finite amount of gold and the finite amount of silver, whether it is in the ground or it is above the ground. So you get the premiums when you're liquidating right now, which this is not the time to liquidate, make no mistake about it. But if you were liquidating right now, say, just something like a piece of gold or even a collectible piece of gold, you're getting premiums when you liquidate them because they're getting harder and harder and harder to get. Especially looking at the fact that central banks in this through the third quarter, just the third quarter of this year have bought more physical gold than ever in their history, ever, ever, ever. And bar and coin demand is up 36% year over year. That is the individual investor. So what's happened to the spot market during that period of time? They've suppressed it because they don't want you running to the safety of gold. This makes you invisible. They don't like that. So that's it. Make sure that you watch yesterday's video on central banks warning of forced selling. I am hearing this over and over and over again now. So they are telling us that a market crash is very close, very, very close. So you want to watch that video. And also tomorrow's video 
is extraordinarily important because it's talking about the treasury market liquidity and they're scared about that. So, and that goes right along with the forced selling. Can you imagine forced selling of treasury bonds, the foundation of the global market? Not good. So make sure that you watch both those videos and share them with as many people as possible. I already, I also did like a great interview with Marjorie Wildcraft that will go out next Monday. It'll be on BGS. And we talked about medicinal gardens and how would you like to get your medicine for free? So that was a surprising interview. Not what I thought we were going to talk about. I mean, I did think we were going to talk about medicinal gardens, but but you want to definitely see that. It's important for everybody to know, I'm going to do more things on that moving into the future. But if you haven't done so already, you definitely want to get your gold and silver strategy started. Just click that Calendly link below or give us a call 888-696-4653 and get your personal strategy started and executed right? Strategy is great, but you got to execute it too. And make sure to subscribe if you have not already. If you like this, please give us a thumbs up. Make sure you leave a comment, share, share, share. And until next we meet, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.